Welcome to Late Night Talks with Amy Jo, a place where you're going to find inspiration, wisdom, and healing. A podcast for men. Hello, welcome to Late Night Talks with Amy Jo. What's happening? I hope that you are well, healthy, and strong. I hope that your week was full of sunshine, peace, and happiness, of course. Mine was. We had a little bit of snow, just a few inches, but it was still magical, and I loved it. It is a bit cold right now, which I'm not too crazy about. It's only 17 degrees, so I'm all bundled up, and I do have heaters on around me, so you might hear a bit of background noise that is not typically there, but I am warm and toasty and happy to be here with you tonight. I do want to welcome the new listeners, so super great to have you here, and of course, big love vibes out to everyone else who is tuning in. So, I'm quite excited and a little nervous next week. I'm just giving you a heads up. Next week, I am actually having a guest on. I am interviewing someone. I thought it would be great to have him on and share some of his background, his experiences, and what he does. He's been very inspirational for me, and he's extremely disciplined, so I thought he could come on and share some of his story with you. So I hope that you tune in for that because it might be very entertaining. It might not. It could be a total disaster. Who knows? (laughs) But it's all an experience, right? It's all an experience. So before we get into tonight's topic, let's just get present and do our quick check-in. If you could just place your hand on your heart, become grounded into the surface that you're standing or sitting on. Notice the frequency of my voice, be present. Follow my voice and continue to go deep inside your body. Bring your awareness there and do a quick body scan starting from your head all the way down to the tips of your toes. Notice any feelings, thoughts, emotions. What's your mood? Just let that seep in. If you're not having a good day or a good night, Ask yourself why and try and find the root of that. Take a deep breath in. Breathe in self-compassion and love. Just hold that in. And now exhale and release. Okay, so as a woman, 
I am fully aware of the various concerns surrounding the expectations that society has of us as women. But my awareness of the expectations that society has of males is also quite high. That's why I'm here doing this podcast. I feel that the pressure that men feel society places on them is what causes them to possibly have suicidal thoughts or even commit suicide, the demands of modern life. This could have a huge negative effect on anyone's mental or physical well-being if we allow this. Among males, increased suicide risk is associated with many factors, you know, alcoholism, mental health, drug use, or refusal to seek help. And in many nations across the globe, males are more likely than females to commit suicide according to the World Health Organization. This podcast is not about suicide tonight, but more about the dangers of falling into the trap of thinking that we have to abide by what society is telling us what we should be or what they expect of us. The focus tonight is mostly on men's body image concerns. Women are given a great deal of attention. We know this, we see this. And, you know, it's a constant battle with women and their self-image and body shaming. And women are starting to stand up and fight against this. But it's not just the women that are struggling. According to the National Eating Disorder Association, almost a third of the estimated 30 million Americans who suffer from an eating disorder are males. The tides are turning and more and more of these hidden issues that males face are being recognized and discussed openly, which is incredible to see. So in tonight's episode, we're just going to cover male body image issues, its relationship between society and social media and how it affects our mental health and how we can break free from trends that threaten men and boys physically and psychologically. Body image is the way we think about, feel about, behave toward our bodies. It's a multi-dimensional construct, which means it's made up of a variety of perceptual attitude and behavioral components. And some of the most common body image problems found in men include anorexia, bulimia, and something called body dysmorphic disorder. Surveys on male body image found that 20 to 40% of men were unhappy with some aspect of their looks, including physical appearance, weight, muscle size, and tone. Men's eating disorders and difficulties associated with the excessive exercising. This is developing in more recent years. This is what they describe as muscle dysphoria. You know, we have these guys who are huge, I mean huge, and they just don't think that they're big enough yet. 
and there's no judgment there, but they don't see what we see. Their, you know, minds are a bit distorted in the way that they see themselves. So, you know, the male body image difficulties are, are very much in a lot of the younger people now because of the media and social media of these unreasonable expectations that they're supposed to look a certain way to be attractive. And in a society where physical appearance is becoming more important, sadly, it may be difficult to accept a portion of our body that, you know, we believe is not attractive by the conventional standards of beauty or attractiveness. And assuming this is the case, it's likely that your mental health has suffered as a consequence of this experience. It's more than the shape of our bodies, right? It's, it's hair loss, it's height, it's skin care. These are all issues that guys are also finding out like how to cope with. An estimated 1.5 billion is generated alone by a hair loss business. Men are thinning and where they have no hair, they may face the misconception that they're less attractive and less assertive as a result of their social stigma associated with this condition. Inadequacy, melancholy, stress, and poor self-esteem have all been associated with hair loss in studies. When it comes to masculinity, the statistics show that it's the taller men who are seen more favorably for their charisma, their educational attainment, their leadership abilities, as well as their potential for greater professional and romantic success. Men's skincare firms are increasingly selling products that address the same problems as those of women's skincare brands in the more recent era. It's the appearance of wrinkles and skin discoloration on the face. And as of 1997, male cosmetic operations have grown by 325%. So these top male surgeries include liposuction, nose jobs, they're fixing the eyelids, facelifts, and male breast reduction. According to a survey that was done back in 2008. I know it's really old, but I think these are still some of the top issues. The top three body image issues in males was height, weight, and penis size. Now, most men believe that their penises are smaller than average. According to research, average size may cause poor self-esteem, humiliation, and sexual embarrassment which obviously can lead to low self-esteem and shame. Mental health conditions and low self-esteem in men are often at the root of these unhealthy uh, behaviors and thoughts. Teen males who are, who are bullied because of their appearance may continue to suffer from this body dissatisfaction 
and associated disorders as they grow into young adults, according to the American Psychological Association. Male body image disorders might also develop as a consequence of childhood trauma, such as bullying, sexual abuse, and other forms of trauma. During the pandemic, males have seen an increase in eating disorders and negative body image problems as a result of the isolation and the lack of social and physical engagement. In a recent poll of 2,000 guys in the United Kingdom, over half of those who took part said that their body image difficulties had a negative influence on their psychological well-being. Furthermore, 58% of the respondents said that the epidemic had badly impacted their feelings about their bodies, with just a quarter stating that they were satisfied with their appearance. The most common cause of an eating disorder is often caused by a negative body image. In comparison to the anorexia, guys are more prone to battle with binge eating disorder and something called the avoidant restrictive food intake disorder. Men make up approximately a quarter of those diagnosed with anorexia, but they're at a greater risk of dying due to their unwillingness to seek help, according to experts. And other experts assert that other uh, eating disorder practices involve fasting, a laxative use, or laxative misuse, actually. These are virtually as prevalent in males as it is in women. So as a result, these individuals will go to considerable measures in order to reach this impossible goal, including participating in the dangerous weight management practices such as those severe diets, using steroids, and that sort of thing. Many men perceive themselves as weaker, less attractive, and in worse shape after viewing images of physically fit men. What they call body dysmorphic disorder, BDD. This is a psychological condition where a person becomes preoccupied with their personal appearance. Basically to the point where it can just become debilitating. This is a mental illness defined by an obsessive focus on the minor flaws in one's physical appearance, skin, hair, nose, stomach, chest. These are the most common areas of concern for these type of sufferers with this disorder. People who suffer from body dysmorphia see even the smallest flaw as substantial and noticeable, which causes them great mental discomfort, as well as a lot of difficulties in their day-to-day -day life. Individuals with this disorder obsess about their faults for long periods of time, and they're unable to suppress these thoughts. Nobody can convince them that they look good. They're basically paralyzed by the worry that others may see what they see as a physical imperfection. And another issue that's becoming more prevalent in compulsive exercise, it's possible to go to extremes with weightlifting, like we talked about, or, or resistance training in an effect to prevent gaining weight or maintaining the optimal 
muscle mass when pursued to its logical conclusion excessive exercise may compromise the immune system and cause joint injury this is considered more of the muscle dysmorphia that i had mentioned earlier these individuals regard themselves as less muscular and smaller than they really are meanwhile they're a monster right despite the fact that they have these physiques that are above average in terms of strength and muscle men who exercise with big weights and compete in bodybuilding contests are the more likely you know to be impacted by this condition these individuals are constantly lifting weights they're using maybe steroids or other drugs to improve their performance they may even skip out on social activities so that they can go spend more time exercising or they avoid social situations that are going to draw any type of attention to their body maybe swimming in order to avoid being noticed so body image problems need to be taken seriously for all genders for everyone unfortunately right because of the fundamentals of biology these ideals are mostly out of reach and as a result those who succumb to the belief that being thin or muscular is associated with being attractive popular or successful are often left feeling depressed ashamed and dissatisfied with themselves having a poor outlook on your own body can damage how you see yourself as a whole some of the best examples would be again feeling insecurity about yourself when you're constantly evaluating yourself against these unattainable ideals of beauty or attractiveness there are very few males in the world who have this ideal figure yet they're all over the place they're plastered on the billboards commercial social media that's not the average person you may experience a lack of self-assurance in other areas of your life regardless doesn't matter if it's in relationships work or social gathering also anxiety and embarrassment you might feel anxious about leaving your house or your home if you have some kind of negative self-image regarding a certain region of your body something that you feel uncomfortable with even if you're trying to conceal this what you would call weakness from the rest of the world this is going to make you feel depressed and out of place in your own body you may experience a sense of self-hatred or self-loathing again some people experience suicidal thoughts because of their weight related difficulties or their bad eating habits it can cause issues you know and, and drive people to become socially isolated it'll decrease motivation you know they'll have the repetitive negative thoughts they may turn to alcohol and drugs they struggle with their interpersonal relationships and end up having problems with that because of their insecurities loss of a sex drive you know obviously television magazines and advertising all have a long history of influencing perceptions of the ideal body and of course now with all the devices that we have on hand we almost fall into this hypnotic state 
while scrolling through these reels, pictures, stories of unrealistic ideals. So we're prone to succumb to the temptation of being brainwashed by these pictures and messages that are being sent out, these unrealistic messages. One key factor in breaking free is to not follow the crowd. That is one strength of mine. Embrace who you are, exactly who you are, instead of trying to be someone you're not. As you know, I'm a firm believer in taking care of body, mind, and spirit. And I think it's essential, in my own opinion, for me to live a full, optimal, healthy life. I want to take care of myself. But I will not compare myself to other people. And if you're doing that, ask yourself why you're doing that. Why are you comparing yourself to other people? Find the root cause to that. And it goes deep. Choosing to be satisfied with your physical appearance rather than spending your whole life trying to fix who you are or what you look like is a kind of rebellion in itself. You don't have to be someone you don't want to be. You have a choice. But many people do place blame on society, social media, or some other person external of us, but doing that, this is a behavior that isn't taking full ownership and responsibility for our own life or own actions. I understand we live in a world where they try and shove the pills of what they want us to consume down our throats, but it doesn't mean we have to swallow them. Spit it out. By reclaiming your authority, every one of us has a unique perspective on how society should be, right? Of course, people of diverse social levels, color, ethnicity, religious beliefs see society in different ways than others. We are not compelled to do anything by society. You need to stand up for yourself. If social media tells you that you're not attractive or hot, if you don't look a certain way, prove them wrong. Women are doing it. Women are standing up against them, fighting back, saying this is not okay. Body shaming is not okay. And men need to start doing the same. Unleash the power you were born with. How do we break free? How do we do this? If this is something that is truly affecting you, obviously some of the deeper issues, I'm not talking surface level. I'm talking if you have a disorder with you know, bulimia or anorexia, any of that stuff that we discussed, it's really, really important to get professional help with a therapist that specializes in that field and they'll determine the best course of action in moving forward to a healthier future. What I'm sharing is for those of you out there who are not being disabled in any way throughout your day-to-day -day life, 
because of how you're feeling. Some things that you can do on your own include body image work. This is a critical step in reconditioning your perceptions of self. And I want you to, if you have a journal, just evaluate and play with some of these questions. The first one is, what part of your body do you like most? This could be as simple as your hands, maybe because they help you build things. They help you construct things. They help you to write. It could be your legs because they give you the ability to run. And these are just simple examples. And that's what you need to start with. Not that you need to, but this would help you if you wanted to start this. Just start small and build from there onto other body parts. Another question is, How did you come to define beauty or attractiveness? What experiences or messages contributed to your personal body opinions? And really look at your timeline from when you were a child all the way up to the age you are now and look back and see, you know, what affected you and when you took on some of the beliefs or the thoughts that you have. You could also ask yourself what's being said inside your head. How are we talking to ourselves? Because what's being said has a powerful effect on how we feel. And I did that podcast on the psychological critic. That could be helpful for some of you who struggle with that voice inside your head. Then you can ask, what can I do and experience thanks to my body? So maybe I thank my body for all that it has done for me in the past and all that it will do for me in the future. Maybe I'm learning to trust my body and make good use of the information it offers me. More and more, I will save my energy for what truly matters to me. Another one is, I'm aware that with each breath, I'm sending precious oxygen and rich nutrients to the places in my body that need them. I welcome my ability to listen to the wisdom of my body and sense what it needs, telling me to rest, pace my energy, and take gentle, good care of myself. More and more I can understand that my body is my ally, my oldest friend, and steadiest companion. Other things you can do to help work on how you perceive yourself is to start a reset by really unfollowing any maybe people that you follow that may make you feel a certain way. Or you can just cleanse yourself completely of the digital world and go offline for a few weeks and see the difference that it makes within you. 
it's really important even though you're feeling happy and content by yourself say you're one of those people like I am I'm happy I talk to myself I'm content you know in life but it's important also to go spend time with people positive happy people that have good intentions for you they'll make you feel good friends do that people that care for you will do that and that will help to make you feel better also for a couple days or maybe a week just jot down the negative things that you might be saying or thinking about your body and take those and rewrite those messages in a more self-respecting way you could also explore some activities that allow you to discover how your body works and what it can really do I always like to add this because regardless of any issues in life anything when you serve and help other people volunteer somewhere you're going to feel different inside absolutely no doubt about it another one is create multiple lists of the top things that you like about yourself and really work on envisioning yourself as this person see yourself as an attractive being embrace the unique characteristics of your different body parts reconfigure what attractiveness means to you are you conformed to what you think attractiveness should be you can make up the rules you can make up the rules that you live by you don't have to abide by society's rules you know what makes you attractive even though it might not be the traditional attractiveness I had really struggled in my life because I don't have the typical beauty of what's socially norm and I finally found myself being grateful for these unique characteristics that I now hold and you could be too you know as a woman from my standpoint we're being shown that I'm not beautiful if I have lines and wrinkles I have to have smooth skin if I don't have full lips a tiny nose high cheekbones big tits a tiny waist or a big round booty then I'm not attractive right wrong the filters of what the outside world portray to be beautiful is a lie when we don't see ourselves others don't you can never be better on the outside than you believe yourself to be on the inside 
and I'm going to repeat that, you can never be better on the outside than you believe yourself to be on the inside. I've liberated myself. I'm liberated from anyone telling me that I'm not good enough because of the way I look, think, act, or speak. I'm a free bird. And when we liberate ourself and settle into this space of experiencing the presence of something bigger, way bigger than who we are, that unique, beautiful creature that you are, you can also liberate the world. It's time for you to realize sexy, attractive, beautiful men come in a variety of sizes, shapes, colors, flavors, and it's fantastic. When you see you, the right ones will come into your life. And they will see you and appreciate you and love you just as you are. This is all I have for you tonight. I hope that you found it helpful. And start looking at yourself in the mirror and seeing these great qualities that you already hold, the unique characteristics that you have and embrace them be different being different is beautiful why do you want to be the same as everyone else why would you want to look like everyone else be you and that's the best that you can be Okay, I am off to La La Land in the dream world. And I look so forward to coming back here next week. I hope that you join me with my first guest of Late Night Talks. Okay, be well, stay healthy, give back, and I will see you soon.